why young adult small groups typically don't work. Welcome to the Gen J podcast and you have entered into part three of our series where we are looking at the statistics and how we can reverse them with Christian young adults. And today, the question that we're going to be having a discussion about is why young adult small groups typically don't work. Yeah. What a heavy one for us to have today. (laughs) So my name is Elle, for those of you who... um, don't remember and we have Alicia here hey guys Peter Botchas who is our co-founder at Gen J and we're so grateful that you're joining us so happy to be here amazing well in our previous um episodes we've looked at why young adults are leaving the church Mm -hmm. and then we looked at why um church activities aren't growing young adults yeah um and so today we're going to look at small groups as Elle said and so we've all been a part of small groups of different Mm. small groups as well um and we've come to understand and recognize that they don't all have the same result. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. And um, sorry, were you about to say something? Did no, I cut you no, off? You no, you go for it. Uh, I was just going to say that part of the discussion today that the statistics and the research that we want to look at comes from a study that was conducted at Biola University in the yeah. USA. And the title of this research is called Transformative Learning Experiences of Southern California Church Church." Mm-hmm. Ba- based small group members and in it was a qualitative study it has 22 members and they were from six different churches mm-hmm. um, and there were various denominations in yeah. Southern California um, and they had semi-structured interviews and um, the members were 25 years or older and they had to have at least two years experience in small groups. Um, And so their main research question that they had was what specific aspects of the church or church-based small groups foster or hinder transformative learning? What a great research Mm. question. Yeah. Yeah. And so the study indicated factors that um, foster transformative learning. And so they were saying that the most prominent factor that allowed that to take place was the relationships in the community. Mm. That's powerful in itself. Yeah. Because that's what we've been talking about the last couple <laughs> yeah, of times. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. So that, that study yeah. would say that in small groups, small groups don't just work for small groups, but mm. because yeah. that transformative learning happens in real relationship yeah. and yeah. community. So yeah. that's brilliant to what we've been saying the past mm. couple. What, what else? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then it also identified several factors um, that might hinder transformative mm. learning taking mm. place. And so they were um, a lack of commitment, yeah. um, more lecturing and less interactive learning, mm. um, not being vulnerable and transparent. Yeah. Well, huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, we sort <laughs> of spoke about that about in exactly. podcast one. Yeah. yeah. Um, only asking knowledge-based questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, covering too much material instead of going deep again. We've yes. touched yep. on that briefly. Um, not challenging participants to apply their learning and mm-hmm. having too many people within a small group. And yeah. so I guess it speaks to the idea that we can sometimes fall into the trap of thinking that as long as we place young adults yeah. in a small group, they're exactly. going to go together. and develop. Yeah, yeah, but that's not exactly. really the case. Yeah. No, yeah, not empirically anyway. Yeah. yeah. Because experientially we say, yeah. you know, well, I've, I've really enjoyed being part of that group. And, and you actually never know know why people enjoy being part of that group. <laughs> yeah. Is it like the cakes or is it the outings or yeah. is it like just a good looking person in that, in that <laughs> group? What is it yeah. that made the group, you know, in their opinion, if, mm. but, but from, mm. a, from a transformation point of yeah. view, mm. the data is telling us not all groups 
work and with their mm. side a lot more groups aren't working yeah they typically don't work because they do that type of stuff how, yeah. how many groups have we been part of yeah. where it's just you know it's teaching it's you're not being vulnerable because it's my life and, yeah. and i might lose my reputation yeah. if i right mm. yeah. yeah so it's 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 true it's very confronting uh, stats for us and uh, and a, a more confronting question that we need to ask ourselves. Mm. Yeah, it's like from our experience as well, we've been, um, I guess, experimenting or using community yeah. of practices, mm. which have obviously their three key purposes, having the common purpose, mutual engagement, and then the shared repertoire. Mm. Um, so we're all there for that same um, yes. common understanding and becoming more and more I mean, our context, better and better disciples in that um, instance. And then we've also spoken about um, in order for those environments to be transformational, then they need um, four key functions as well. Do you want to speak, either one of you want to touch on what they are? You go go for it. I'll start with the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Being mirror. And so this is essentially we see ourselves in those that we're doing life with or that we're meeting with regularly. Um, And so in the COD context, it's four to six people um, meeting fortnightly. And so the purpose of that is, as you said, to get better at being disciples. And Mm. so inside the COD, you will have, um, you know, some people who are already outside of the COD discipling others and investing in other people. Meanwhile, there might be other people in the COD who aren't necessarily actively doing that as of yet, but they're praying about who they can invest in. They're trying Mm. to roadmap ways of, yeah, Yeah, investing in starting those conversations. relationships yeah Yeah. and so when they come together in the COD context every individual is treated as if they're already a discipler because their conversations are based and formed around that way and they're gradually all seeing themselves as Mm. disciples whether or not they've got the fruit of that yet or not exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah. which is beautiful Mm. Beautiful. so they can see themselves that Mm. way from yeah. the very start, you don't, you're not just waiting until you've yeah, done something yeah. special. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, that belonging, that is that legitimate mm. uh, validation of who you are. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is the second trajectories? one? Trajectories? Yeah, trajectories. What what trajectories? So, so those communities of practice or what we call them communities of disciples where people get together to get better at being disciples, mm. they provide for me a way to see my future. Yeah. Because I yeah. hear other people's stories. Mm. Like, for example, if I haven't got anybody to disciple or invest in or I haven't got a group that I'm investing in yet, yeah. but I really want to. Mm. And when I hear, for example, Alicia is already investing in a group of young uh, people, mm. I'm like, I'm saying I can be like that. Yeah. Right. Yes. So yeah. it's almost like give me something to aspire for yeah. or mm. the way she interacts with people she's investing in. Yeah. Uh, that also gives me a way of not not just what yeah. to do, but yeah. how to do it. Mm. Yeah. So it becomes, it almost like becomes a bit of a, a map of where I want to go. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So, so yeah. that, that the community of, of disciples functions in that way. Yeah. Mm. And then thirdly, there's meaning. Yeah. And so it, what that would look like in a community of disciples setting, in a COD setting, is um, in order to uh, allow us to, um, I guess, review the way that we think and draw meaning from life's experiences. We um, have, there's a section in the COD that's 
reflective practice. And so what that looks like practically is the members go around and they can share an idea or something that they're experiencing or a way that they're going about discipling. And then the other members have a chance to ask some reflective questions. Um, and it's not an interrogation (laughs) session. That's not the purpose of it. Um, but it's more so an opportunity for, um, the members to be able to question the way that we think and the assumptions that we Mm. have come to Mm. and dig a little bit deeper to understand, um, the way we think and why we think that way. Um, and again, not just for kicks or for interrogation purposes, but to slowly help us to, I guess, have the mind of Christ in the way that we are, um, thinking and reflecting Mm. and going about our days as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it reminds me of one study or or a theory of learning I I, I mm. have been familiar with called transformative learning. Yeah. And they say the person is transformed when their uh, meaning structures, the way they, they think about mm. things is changed. Mm. Yeah. And that can only change in dialogue, wow. in discourse, like when people speak together and, and, and help mm. you think about why you think that way. They examine mm. your uncritical assumptions. Mm. And that way we change our thinking. But what we do, like what you said about the the study that was done, that yeah. people actually just worry about what they know, mm. not how they think. Yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. I keep building knowledge, and mm. we all have seen yeah. that, you know, I could know so much about humility, but I can be the most arrogant person <laughs> yeah. on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Right? But that doesn't change the fact that I know stuff. Yeah. But how do I think about people? How do I think about myself? How do mm. I think yeah. about the world? What are my assumptions? Yeah, uh, yeah, that gets happening I- I- in that community of mm. practice where people mm. are more vulnerable yeah. and transparent to ask each other. Like we, we talked about a little while ago, that they ask each other the hard yeah. questions, yeah. and that becomes one of the practices, like which is the fourth thing. Mm. Yeah, one of the practices is that we help each other mm. uh, asking questions, mm. yeah. helping each other think what God might be saying. Right, mm. and then we, we 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 think about what am I going to do about it as a result mm. of that. So we we one of our practices becomes that uh, reflection action type of way of doing mm. things. Yeah, and we have other ways of discipling, like teaching, uh, modeling, and partnering with other people. Yeah. Mm. We have different spiritual discipline that different mm. people have. Like yeah. you know, depend on your community yeah. of practice. You have shared ways of doing things yeah. that impacts that group of people way of doing things. Yeah. And we've noticed that even with young uh, you know, teenagers, yeah. when they're in a group of friends that act in a particular specific way, mm. they almost like wear the same <laughs> thing, true. talk in the same. Yeah. Sometimes we don't understand what they say. <laughs> for, for an old fella like we me. We get them. <laughs> We don't understand what they're saying, but that's their yeah. language. That's their tools. That's the way of doing things. Yeah. So I think those four functions that you're mm. talking about of a community of practice differentiates a community of practice yeah. from a normal, just small groups of yeah. people having fun and games yeah. or yeah. even just studying yeah. hard, mm. digging deep in the yeah. scripture. Yeah. yeah. And that shapes the person. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I feel like from my... Like when I hear all of this, I think, yes, amen, I believe it. Or like hear from the research and everything because it makes sense to me cognitively. But then I think because of my own life experience and living in it and functioning Mm. in it, I feel it so much more. Um, Even thinking of when I, again, probably early on first sort of exposed to what a community of practice could look like. Um, I was a youth leader at the time and meeting with some 
of the girls in the youth ministry. There was just a few of us who'd meet together. And we had that um, understanding, the communal understanding that we were there to become more like Jesus yeah. and also um, to be better disciples, particularly in the youth ministry context. Yes. Um, and I remember being amazed week after week at the way that the girls would um, not unhealthily, but sort of becoming like one another as a, as a Jesus like person. Yes. Like, and that even was helpful for me as a leader when I didn't feel like I had all the answers. Mm. Somehow there were answers there within True. the group. Um, but I'm thinking specifically when, um, the girls were, um, 15 year olds trying to work out, well, if I'm being like Jesus, what type of movies are appropriate to watch and whatnot? Mm. And then one of them How raised. How excellent the, is I know, that? Like, honestly, even, even just to have that question. I know. Right? Yeah. So that, that, that's the impact of, of, mm. of, of the culture of that group. Yeah. Mm. We have different meanings to spirituality. Yeah. Spirituality is not like just the cognitive stuff. I know all mm. those beliefs, but I live my life as I wish. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy yeah. for yeah. a 15 or 15. Yeah, what 15, were they? 14, 16. Yeah, 16. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. And they, um, one of the girls was asking specifically about horror movies because she didn't know, um, like, is that appropriate? And I didn't know how to answer that question because I've never watched horror movies. <laughs> and then one of the other girls shared an experience that she'd had where that didn't affect her well. And so she was sort of encouraging mm -hmm. the other girl, maybe not, and then went on to another discussion about different types of movies wow. and just hearing the way that they were learning from each other. Mm. Um, and it extended much more than just movies. They spoke about um, the way that they wanted to dress appropriately and leading mm. by example and what they wanted to model to the younger girls mm. in the youth ministry. Um, and even I also remember one week when we were sharing um, – like more so of a God update and how we were going. One of the girls um, was excited to share that she'd experienced breakthrough in a particular area because she'd fasted. Um, part of her week she'd spent in prayer and fasting. And that was lovely and the girls listened and so we spoke briefly about fasting. And then the next week, the other three girls in the group had all fasted yeah. because oh, <laughs> they had seen how powerful that was and some of them were passing, fasting for clarity or for breakthrough or anything, mm. but they really were learning from each other. And I... I was obviously a part of the group, but also just weekly amazed at, wow, it's this It's almost works. like the group is taking its own yeah, wings. Yeah, the group is right. flying by itself. Yeah. It takes the pressure off. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, you yeah. know, the company that, yeah. we, that we have is, yeah. is forming who we are. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It sort of reminds me, I'm just going to share, Go of, for it. Um, Go an for experience it. I've had semi-recently um, in terms of like the community of practice. This is yeah. going on from the Thursday nights actually yeah. that I was speaking yeah. about. I think yeah. in podcast too. Um, anyways, I was having, a, I was facing a challenge with someone that I was investing in. Mm. Um, on We just had different expectations on something and I wasn't yeah. sure how to navigate that. Hi. And so... On Thursday night when we were going through the um, wins and challenges, I had said, hey, this is something that I'm struggling with. I'm not really mm -hmm. sure how to navigate it. Um, and so the group was just asking me really helpful, reflective questions. Yeah. Um, and I remember throughout the questions um, I had landed that, like they helped me land that um, I actually didn't want to like have a conversation with her about it specifically because I feared that she might run away or that she yeah. like it would be too wow. confronting yeah. for her yeah. um yeah. so anyways the group helped me navigate an action mm. plan of like how I would approach oh, that or how I'd beautiful. go about it next time um and so I left like I left the Thursday night and then going into the following week I knew that I was meeting up with her I think on like Tuesday or something like that mm. um and so in my head I knew I have to have this conversation with her regardless of how uncomfortable mm. it is because I know that my community of practice is going to be <laughs> asking me about it keep me accountable to it and Excellent. so um <laughs> 
Yeah, and so mm-hmm. at the, towards the end of our conversation, I still hadn't said anything. And I was like, okay, my yeah. time to shine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just said, hey, I, I pretty much just said, hey, um, I'm, I'm not sure about this specific thing. Can you help me understand what your thoughts are and what your expectations mm. are around this? And she had um, said, oh, so interesting. I've actually been trying to navigate that myself wow. in the last couple of weeks. And Goodness. so we mm. both landed that we wanted, we desired the same outcome, but we just didn't know how to wow. navigate that conversation. Yeah. 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 And so I remember going back to the Thursday night, like my yeah. community of practice and sharing this update and this win. Um, mm-hmm. And as I was explaining, um, another girl who was facing a challenge with someone else that she was investing in or discipling mm. in, discipling, sorry. Um, and yeah, through me showing my experience, we were talking about how that could potentially be helpful yeah. for her to implement and do with her yeah. discipling so, challenge. So um, powerful. Yeah, so it wasn't just me learning yeah. and yeah. me navigating how to go about this one situation, yeah. but through my experience, mm. my friend could also see yeah. how that could potentially yeah. help and in, her. And in Alicia, that... Mm. That's what they mean by community of practice, mm-hmm. where the learning is fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you brought in a challenge, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, the community of practice are helping you think through it, which is deriving interpretation and meaning yeah. and all of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But also, they're helping you with your practice. What would you do mm-hmm. as a as as a disciple? So there might be shared ideas, like you said, that they might have helped you with. But yeah. once you go and experiment. Mm-hmm. And you come back and say what happened, that becomes a new practice. Yeah. Yeah. Can you see this? Yeah. So it's not like we're all going to do that. Yeah. That's a template style of, of, mm. of, of learning. But it's like we, we, we discuss some stuff. Mm. Somebody mm. goes and explores. Mm. Does that work? Doesn't work? You know, if it backfired and you had a <laughs> black eye that night, <laughs> they probably wouldn't have done the same thing next time. Yeah. But that then, the community mm. then uh, almost like... Uh, stamps that idea yeah. and say, well, we, we want to have a, some people say, well, we want to have a go with similar yeah. thing that Alicia's done. And then as they explore yeah. and discover, they might come back and report and, and different things get attached to that experience and yeah. improves the practice. Yeah. Eventually, everybody mm. has found a way to practice discipling yeah. better. Mm. As yeah. a result of this fluid type of learning, mm. rather than you've got a book, go page yeah. 248, yeah, so and you've got step one, step yeah. two, and step three, go do it, regardless mm. of yeah. what's going on. So that's mm. the power of community of practice. Yeah. Yeah. Compare, we're going to sit down and read the book of Romans, mm-hmm. and we're going to study everything that, mm. that it says chapter yeah. by chapter, and we've got all those technical things we're going to answer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This, this is a way of living rather yeah. than just, uh, I, I mm. love that. That's an honest mm. community of practice. Yeah, yeah. And you was part of your studies that linked into what you observed in churches where they were or weren't displaying community of practices? Well, they they don't really call it communities of practice. But I observed elements of relational investment. Mm. In various ways. Okay. So people may be doing like more mentoring type of stuff. Yeah. Others may do the normal small groups environments that we have. Mm. Others yeah. had very, uh, at triplets, you know, they get together and talk about. Mm. They, but, but I noticed that most of the churches, their relational environment was about the practice of being a disciple. Mm. So I am getting better at being a disciple, but I'm expecting those people to multiply. Well, you're learning to be a disciple because if I'm your mentor 
and you're being mentored by me, you're always being mentored. Yeah. So you don't get an experience of what it means to be a discipler. Mm. Yeah. So, so most of the churches gave people the experience of being a Christian, but expected mm. them to act like a discipler. That's yeah. a very big jump, except mm, yeah. one church, I think in particular, yeah. which are called Ephesus Baptist. <laughs> and uh, and this group had what we call, a, they call the huddle or a cluster. Yeah. And it had uh, maybe less than 12 people that they get together. I, I don't, I just can't remember the numbers exactly, but they will meet together to learn how to uh, reach out yeah. Learn how to support one another and help how to multiply. So from the very start, mm. they were taking on board the idea that they're learning how to do this with others. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. they said, look, it became very, the pastor was telling me, it became very easy that we were learning what we're going to do. Yeah. And the people that are mm. in the groups learning what they're going to do. But all of it is about how am I going to multiply mm. this cycle? Yeah. So they sing from the very start in the mirror that they are disciples. Mm -hmm. And they seeing how that leader or leaders leading that cluster and that becomes their tra trajectory. Yeah, I yeah, want to lead like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah? And mm -hmm. I want to act like that. And hopefully it's not just, I don't know, but hopefully it's not just the formalities. Like yeah. what we do in our communities of disciples that there is engagement outside of that, whether yeah. in little groups or one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. whatever it might be. Mm. Uh, and then they had very um, serious ways of helping each other interpret their experiences. So they were building meaning and challenging each other's interpretation yeah, wow. of meaning. Cool. And finally, they had tools. Uh, you know, the, the tools they were using is known as 3DM tools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they have shapes and things like that. But that they, they've been doing that for 10 years and they have actually gone out into other areas in Australia and I think they've they've been impacting over 100 churches wow. with this discipling uh, context yeah. mm. but it is very much a community of practice idea yeah. uh, yeah. with those functions so it shapes yeah. the person not make them just uh, uh, you know have more information yeah. and uh, get more skills mm. which yeah. what some groups could do mm. but yeah. actually changes the way they see themselves mm. cool. So it's a it's a really beautiful uh it, it was a beautiful thing to see. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what does that look like for Christian young adults? How do we engage in those mm. communities and practices that are going to shape us to be Jesus-like disciplers? Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, do you have any ideas, Alicia? I think you shared a great idea in just a simple mm. a, in a simple Thursday thing. Mm. That, that you, you don't have to have like obviously like you shared one way um, um, Al and mm. you shared another way but mm. there might be myriad of ways there mm. might be yeah. numerous ways diverse ways yeah. we can only share what we've experienced yeah. but we're even refining our processes mm. but one thing we say to every young adult uh, and young adult ministry and young adult people who want to see a multiplication of the soul yeah. say mm. first of all you need to consider in your con your own context what would a community of disciples look like mm. yeah it could be as simple as a group of people get together who are passionate. That's mm -hmm. the common purpose. They're passionate about making disciples. Yeah. And, this, and they want to be disciples who make disciples. That they see each other that way. They could just meet together and share wins, which mm. sh wins and, and, and challenges, which really shows the trajectory of what one could become yeah. as yeah. a real disciple, yeah. not mm. just perfect disciple. Mm. And then they could help each other by sharing insights and asking reflective mm. questions, mm. which helps with meaning. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. they share established practices of how to do yeah. the discipling yeah. mm -hmm. and uh, amend it. 
uh, and so on. So all we would say is when we get together in the camp and in other mm. oppor training opportunities, we want to open the way for people to see, learn from other disciples and mm. their experiences. Yeah. Yeah. But we can share, expose them some theory and, and some uh, research, practical research. Yeah. And then we want to unleash a generation yeah. of young adults that become uh, the disciples that God intends them to mm. be, to mm. see themselves in the way that God sees them and they see that yeah. in the mirror of one another. Mm. Yeah. So I think we have the opportunity mm. that declining in, uh, in front of the declining stats, we could either be defeated yeah. or could be determined. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. we, we yeah. want to see people determined to make a difference, mm. to yeah. be history definers. And you, 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 you've just shared some brilliant examples throughout the three podcasts mm. that we've had mm. that should inspire people to say, well, I want to live like that. Yeah. And I want to, in the smaller environments, I want to multiply people that multiply people that multiply mm. people yeah. because the other ways of just that mass production is mm. not working. If yeah. Jesus multiplied smaller groups yeah. maybe yeah. we could follow mm. in the same example mm. yeah. yeah i'm looking forward to that part of camp where we get to connect with and also meet new people mm. who yes. have that same heart where they're where they're not okay with the declining stats exactly. and they want to play their part in it yeah. and they um yeah also have experiences that would have shaped and driven them to come to this place mm. where they they want something different and where they're open to Maybe even trying something like a community yeah. practice or doing their Bring part it on. to, mm. yeah, to combat those stats. Yeah, so. and we're, we're as they say, we're better together. Yeah, your ideas, somebody yeah. else's ideas, we can really inspire one another to be the generation that maybe arrest and reverse mm. the decline mm. of Christianity for, for Christianity for young adults. Yeah, mm. it's been fantastic. Yeah, thank you so much for yeah. having me. Yeah, <laughs> thank uh, you for joining us. We appreciate awesome. your wisdom and knowledge mm. and sharing with us. We it's always been learn a joy. so much. And yeah. thank you to our listeners for sticking yeah. through this three-part series. And yeah, let's go out together and combat this and see the decline, not wow. see this, not continue to decline. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Amazing. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you to our <laughs> listeners. See, See you later. See ya.